Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to the American Age Podcast. This is your host, uh, C. Travis Webb. I'm editor of the American Age, uh, and I'm speaking to my very wonderful friends from South Lake Tahoe today, so I'm, I'm out of town. Uh, my name is Stephen G. Fullwood, and I'm the co-founder of the Nomadic Archivist Project, and I'm speaking to you from a very hot um, Harlem, and I recently just got back into town from visiting L.A., where I was at um, the Cinegear Conference to look at a film equipment and to do some research at the One Archives, um, the oldest LGBTQ archive in existence. Nice, nice. Cool. Um, my name is Seth Rodney. I am a senior editor at the Hyperallergic blog. I write about art and the and related issues. And I'm talking to you from a sunny South Bronx. Um, it's hot, and I kind of wish I had the air conditioning on, but that would, like, you know, make too much noise. So I'm just going to, you know, <laughs> I'm just going to get suffer, through this. Suffer for our suffer for our art. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. And I and Stephen <laughs> just reminded me that I should... <laughs> I should uh, uh, plug my own book, which just got published on Friday by Routledge Press. It's called The Personalization of the Museum Visit. And it's all about how a museum visit as, a, as a, an experiential uh, activity has changed over the past generation. And I take the reader through all the reasons why that's happened. So um, thank you for that reminder, Stephen. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, this is to remind our listeners that we practice a form of what we like to call intellectual intimacy, which is giving each other the space and time to figure out things out loud and together. Um, so we're going to continue our conversation about uh, Donald Trump. Uh, last uh, week, we talked about uh, Donald Trump as a kind of change agent and, and sort of the things that, that might or might not be possible because of his election. Uh, and Seth brought up the uh, the very meaty topic of accountability in the media, um, which is obviously something that kind of runs across the grain, regardless of whether you are on the left or right. All right, you have some probably fairly strong opinions if you're engaged in culture in that way. So mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, many people are not. But uh, so, Seth, do you want to start us with uh, with sort of your, your thoughts on it, or uh, do you you want to kick it to someone else? Or well, I, I had. I thought the last time we spoke, and that just seems eons away now. Um, mm -hmm. I, I'm not sure why. Uh, but I think I had an example that I'd run into on Twitter. And for the life of me, I just cannot remember what it is now. The, the, the problem for me with dealing with these issues that are corollary to uh, Trump's election is that there's so many egregious examples that I, it feels a bit like um like cognitive overload like there's mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. many examples of people mm -hmm. getting it wrong of mm -hmm. um people like chuck todd giggling through um interviews with people like mick mulvaney or um mm -hmm. um mitch mcconnell uh uh people who l let me put it this way um Part of the problem, I think someone else on I, I follow on Twitter summed it up this way, that part of the problem is when you have someone who lies as much as he does mm -hmm. and his administration mm -hmm. does with him and for him, mm -hmm. when they lie so consistently and in such bald-faced ways that the, the media isn't, it isn't, it isn't set up 
to deal with someone like that. It isn't. Mm-hmm. It 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 makes it makes the it requires presumption. shame. It requires right. shame. No, no, that's, no, yeah. that's right. But it also, but media is premised on on this basic assumption that mm-hmm. basic assumption is of good faith. Is that if you show up for my show, if you're on here talking to me about this topic, you're actually going to to argue rationally and you're going to present facts, which is mm-hmm. not the case with this administration. They won't argue rationally and they won't necessarily pay attention to the law and they won't, put, and they won't present uh, evidence to back up their claims. So mm-hmm. it, it feels, uh, uh, for me, it, it, there's a way in which I feel really stymied when I when mm-hmm. it comes to talking about this stuff, because I don't feel like okay. I have a language for it. It is so mm-hmm. bad. It's so it's so awful that I don't. And, mm-hmm. and when I see Chuck Todd say, "Well," um, when he's questioning Mitch Mulvaney, like Mick Mulvaney, well, don't you think that it it it, it it's uh, a bad idea to have a sitting president direct uh, someone in the military to hide? the name or the office, someone in the office of a sitting president, hide the name of a ship in a carrier group because you're afraid that it will offend the president's delicate sensibilities. And he mm-hmm. says, no, it doesn't seem unreasonable for someone to do that. And mm-hmm. you just say, and you just move on to the next question. That makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about which is a couple things that you were thinking about it it's how people consume media and also feeling overwhelmed by it so mm-hmm. the consumption is if we take if we can theorize that the average person reads <laughs> well, I just wanted to stop there reads um right. about... <laughs> snark 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 smart people smart snark um, right, right. I, I love books i love books i'm a little person and i read books And so I was thinking about how people consume media and how. Mm. So whether it's broadcast or on the internet in terms of, you know, being broadcast. But so how does one, how does one become overwhelmed by it? And how do people like sift through it? And so I wanted to ask you guys less, less of a, um, a a comment than more of a question. And we've talked about this a long time ago. It was like, where do you get your news media? How do you Mm. do it? And you talked a little Mm. bit about your feelings about it. I wanted to ask you guys um, to really kind of delve into how do you test what you read? You know, do you read several articles? Right now I'm following, for example, following a piece Mm. on a woman named Pamela Turner who was shot in Texas, a mentally ill woman who was shot by a police officer who they said really just kind of went after her. They lived in the same neighborhood. He knew that she was mentally ill, but that he mm-hmm. accosted her and then she gets he tasers her. She gets the taser away from him. He tasers her. She tasers him. And then he shoots her point blank. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I kept thinking about this idea of de-escalate, de-escalate. Why did you have to shoot mm-hmm. to kill her? Rather mm-hmm. than simply to stop her, you know, or shoot, mm-hmm. not shoot her at all, right? Mm-hmm. She's a woman, yeah. you're this man. So I'm following the story and there's so little information about it. It's mainly the police, um, the police department versus the family who continues mm-hmm. to do um, press release or press, press accountability, you know, bring the press together to talk about what needs to be done in terms of accountability. The officer mm-hmm. has been, he, he was suspended, but now he's back on desk duty. He's not in the field. And I'm trying to figure out, well, where can I get more information about this? And this is national media and local media. So I want to know, how do you guys verify what you read? You know? So for me, I, I, let me, I'll answer your question and I'll also add 
uh, a response to what Seth had said. Mm-hmm. As far as media and accountability, I have my opinion has moved quite a bit on sort of where I'm at with our own responsibilities as progressives and intellectuals and mm-hmm. uh, around the Trump presidency and around sort of the narratives that are shaping. Uh, the United States and in a large part of the Western world right now. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that I really do think that we share a lot of the responsibility for it because I mm. don't th- like, I think when you yell that the sky is falling, I mean, to go back to the children's tale, right? Mm-hmm. If you, you know, the sky is falling, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. Eventually, you unlike in the the eventually the sky falls right mm-hmm. i mean eventually yeah. mm-hmm. if if for if for 30 years of people that had conservative economic policies if we have called them racist and mm-hmm. uh, waging a cultural war you eventually will summon someone who does that and you know i've i've gone back and i've tried to to educate myself a little bit more about some of our previous conservative presidents reagan bush etc mm-hmm. and and i don't know that i don't know that as men of character which they clearly were men of character whether you wherever you land on their politics mm-hmm. i don't know that the kind of invectives we launched against them for that many years were were a very effective and b even accurate so i think the media has a lot to do with creating someone like donald trump and making him possible in a longer historical arc and certainly in the shorter historical art of the amount of uh, um, attention that he got during his presidency, the number of rallies rallies that were broadcast, the snickering that Seth brought up, et cetera. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, to answer, so this is, uh, let me segue inelegantly to your question, Stephen, which is to say that because of that, I actually read very broadly now. I actually okay. read Fox News every mm-hmm. day. I okay. do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually, I and I, I mean, I can, I can now... Like I could stand and argue very strongly against what they do because I've now read what they do. I see their tech. I see their above the fold technique. Mm-hmm. A lot of the, the way Fox News works is they'll use a salacious headline or yes. an opening paragraph mm-hmm. that is is unbelievably biased and clearly meant to rile people up. Right. And then buried in the rest of the story, once you get quote quote unquote below the fold, it's basically news reporting. And they they rely a lot on Washington Post and the New York Times reporting. They very rarely do their own original reporting, um, and so mm-hmm. y- y- and and I so you know my media diet is I read Fox News every day. I read. I don't really watch a lot of television. I don't mean that in a snooty way. I mean that mm-hmm. just in that's not how I engage. Uh, with media. So, mm-hmm. you know, I read CNN, I read the New York Times, I read the Washington Post, I read Politico, I uh, read the BBC America as much as possible, I read NPR. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I feel like, and then what I add to that is mm-hmm. my own understanding of human beings and uh-huh. how human beings act and interact. Okay. And, 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 you know, my, my underlying belief in sort of the basic essential goodness of most people okay um so anyway that's kind of a long that's very long long answer (laughs) well well actually i really want to respond to that if i may Mm steven um uh so 
Thank you for saying that, Travis. I mean, it's 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 it, it sounds honest and it, it sounds um, it sounds searching, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I really appreciate that because what it's done is it made it's made me look at my own sort of assumptions about how people act, or my or my convictions about how people act, and what I and what mm-hmm. I what I I think what I'm getting at is that the Trump administration has shown me in really um, uh, visceral way that mm. I don't, I fundamentally don't like this aspect of most people, that most people would rather go along and get along than mm-hmm. speak the truth in the moment. Because what most people do, and I think this is precisely the problem with people like Morning Joe and Chuck mm-hmm. Todd yeah. and Stephanopoulos and, and, and Chris Cuomo, um, Dan Lemon is that rather than stop and say to the person, "I've just asked you a question," mm-hmm. you're deflecting. You're not answering my question. You're 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 reading some other script. I need you to answer my question. Right? Is birtherism racist or not? Mm-hmm. I just need yeah. a yes or no. And if you can't give me that, I need you to understand that I'm not going to move off this question until you do. Now, what most people will do. 98% of the population will say, well, okay, all right, you don't want to answer that, so how about this way? So how about this oblique angle? How about we go at it from, right. this, from, this, uh, from this aspect? How about we try yeah. this? How about we, we change our entire language to suit your mm-hmm. obduracy? Like, my position is most people will do that. Most people, when they're faced with someone else's yeah. reticence and resistance, they will yeah. back down... And they will say, okay, well, okay, we'll try it some other way. I don't want to be like that. I absolutely mm-hmm, refuse mm-hmm. to be like that. And I know that it makes me feel, it makes me, and I know it, at least in the classroom, that given the way that some students respond to me, it makes me come off as draconian. It makes me come off as rigid. It makes me come off as, right, as, right. Mm-hmm. as, as, as a bit of a fascist. But mm-hmm. my, position is integrity in that moment of asking that question is not negotiable and most people will not take that position so i don't like most people mm-hmm. for that reason and, and i'm not saying i blanket don't like i'm not saying <laughs> no, for the audience no, no, i'm not blanket it. saying i don't like people i'm saying i don't right. like that aspect of being a human being that and, and uh, here's the thing it's, just, it's like it's such a fundamental part of us because we're pro-social primates as 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 mm-hmm. travis has has liked to say in the past, and I think it's a perfect, a really great encapsulation of who we are. We live in a society. We live in a, a in a culture. We live among other people. A great part of our being is getting along with those people. But I don't yeah. feel like getting along when I'm compromising my principles. I can I. Stephen, can I like a super like t- ten second response to Seth? Because I actually I really appreciate that he said that, mm-hmm. um, and. I'm entirely with you, uh, <laughs> and so not but, but and. Uh, I've, I know I know I've said this on the podcast before, uh, I, I, borrowing from a friend that that truth is a bitter. It's an acquired taste, and it, mm. it tastes very bitter, mm. and it takes a very long time to acquire it. Mm. And I, I, f- I mean, one of the reasons I think you and I have uh, are as close as we are is 
we shared, like we were very honest with one another. Mm-hmm. And I, I mm-hmm. um, and I also seek that out in my interpersonal relationships. Mm-hmm. But when I'm interacting with strangers, I feel like I understand why they don't like the taste of it. And I want to add some sugar mm-hmm. to like mm-hmm. induce a taste, I cook it a little bit, mm-hmm. right? Like, right. like a, mm-hmm. g- g- in order to in, in, entice mm. or to train i mean that sounds r- really um Super aristocratic yeah yeah and aristocratic but but i mean but but that is how i feel about it right. so anyway i'm sorry steven uh, please go no go that's perfect that's perfect and so what a, to you both this idea i've so tra- uh Steph, i've noticed that when people have done exactly what you would like them to do these journalists mm-hmm. i i imagine that there's an editorial board at mm-hmm. that new, <laughs> who would tell mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. can you ease up a bit? <laughs> yeah. Can you? Go back on that. Cause, yeah. Cause this isn't mm-hmm. really working. We've noticed that people, yeah. do, you know, I've no, and, and I noticed that people who say, yes. you know, I've yes. watched reporters do this where yes. people have it, at, you know, and not for the drama of it necessarily. It's like, you're not going to answer any questions. This interview is over then. I've seen people take that stance I'm, we're, mm-hmm. or that we're not going to move off this point until you answer my question. And I think mm-hmm. reporters, anchors have been pushed off of that, pushed back a bit. Because mm-hmm. early on, I saw a lot of that in 2016 mm-hmm. with Trump, mm-hmm. um, Trump folks, um, a part of his campaign, but also a part of his administration. And they're obstinate, as obstinate as they can be. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you mm-hmm. just want to frustrate yourself and pull out all your hair everywhere on your body, just mm. listen to Sarah Sanders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just listen to her on any yeah. show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's awful. Yeah. Oh, she's, she's horrific. She's horrible. Oh, and God. Ben Carson recently in the whole um, Oreo <laughs> Oh, God, that man is an idiot. But Jesus I think he's trolling Christ. us. I think he's, I think he's trolling <laughs> us because he talks so much slower. If you notice, oh, it's almost like in like I'm like this man is he's some kind of theoretical physicist where he's like, if I just slow this down, I'm gonna make them so angry and frustrated. It'll keep my name in the news. Like I don't think he has a reason. I just think that he's he's he doesn't know anything. Right. And right. he's clearly ignorant. He's clearly right. um he's clearly uh, uh what do you call it? He's just out of his a, depth. He's out of his depth, but he's an evil person because he mm. does not care about people. Mm. He does not care. He's in mm. charge of people's housing, the lifeblood right. of where you need to go to to prepare yourself to right. take care of yourself and then go back out into the world. This man right. had, has none of this. He's right. demonstrated nothing since he's been in office right. or even before right. then. He's just right. a person who talked. Who just right. said whatever came out of his mouth. So I right. think that journalists, back to my original point, but I think journalists have been pushed back. Don't be so confrontational, da da da. So you get your morning Joes where people sit around and basically agree with each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you right. know? Mm-hmm. And there you have it. So you, you said evil. So I, I mean, <laughs> I was going to push I, back I, on this too, actually. Go, yeah, go ahead, Travis. Yeah. yeah. Push I, on. You know, I, I, I just, that's a hard word for me. Okay. Not, not that I, not that I don't, think that there are people in the world that embody that mm-hmm. principle more or less okay but that i think we can we can invent a ben carson that looks and moves and acts just the way that this ben carson does without attributing evil to him just by giving him 
a view of the world that n- none of us would agree with. Oh, mm-hmm. you mean motivation? Um, giving him yeah, a motivation? Yeah, okay. you know, perspective. Yeah, perspective. Yeah, I, I get that. that. That he, you know, again, all we have to add to the recipe is the bootstrap idea. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to add. Like you just, you mm-hmm. just have to add that mm-hmm. he, he believed. Now we, I, I think. We are probably in broad agreement that that is far too great a simplification of of the complexity of of what goes on in human lives and mm-hmm. what ends up you know what causes someone to lose their home or what causes someone oh, to yeah. to yeah. need to use HUD in order to take care of their family right mm-hmm. so it, clearly it's more complicated than that but mm-hmm. but there is definitely a, a significant portion of the American population is very much an American idea, right? I mean, and, and it's something oh, yeah. you won't see as, uh, it's not as common in, in, in European countries. The pull yourself up by your bootstraps idea. Um, and mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so uh, th- that uh, that's all you need to make sense of someone like that. Now, again, to go back to something like in, in the sort of, in the sort of Arjuna Bhagavad Gita sense, that still makes him my enemy, I still want to defeat him. Yes. I still want him to lose in in the court of public opinion. I want mm-hmm. that idea to be cast out in smote upon the ground. Smote mm-hmm. him until there's no smoting to be found. <laughs> That's not right. Oreo, not mm-hmm. but, anything. But he's but he's not evil. Like he doesn't need to be evil for all of the rest of that to be true. Well, I think and, and the way I would Fair I enough. would characterize my response to the Calumny of <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Dr. Ben Carson. Can we it's use that word that, on the show? It's to say that at some point in his life, he was useful to people. I mean, he really was. Like mm-hmm. when he was a neurosurgeon, yeah. apparently the man was brilliant. So he mm-hmm. did, like, he did more than just talk. I mean, he did do things with his hands that materially affected the circumstances of people's lives. Right? Hopefully, so there's yeah. That. yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's, let's hope that, that it's true. Yes, right. And my issue, though, is that is that if we call someone like him evil, then what do we call someone like um, like Trump? Because Trump for super, me is a, is, a, is a is a is a category beyond right. Like <laughs> that, yeah, like like Ben Carson, we can definitely make the argument that he is ignorant, and his ignorance is pernicious. That it actually mm. has a as a a, a bad effect. On people's mm-hmm. lives, right? We can we can we can measure it out. We can say, mm-hmm. look at what he's how he's mismanaged HUD. Look at how mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's affected these people in this population, right? But Trump, like that's a whole other category of narcissism that is so self-centered that he can mm-hmm. look out at the landscape, the political landscape of of the U.S. and see. All the structures that have been destabilized yeah. and or destroyed, right? Mm-hmm, the the, mm-hmm. the 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 um, what's the um, the uh, organization that was started by Elizabeth Warren that was a Compu- Consumer Protection Bureau or something like that? Uh-huh. You mm-hmm. can yeah, look yeah, at yeah. Uh-huh. you can look at how kids have been put in cages. You can look at um, yes. the, the the wholesale um, demo- demonization of Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. And 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 uh, uh, the so can, number- can I can I interject for a second? Just mm-hmm. as we all get an F today because the topic is supposed to be what's positive about Trump, and we have we oh, yeah. have totally yeah, yeah, yeah. we have totally. Well, I, think, I think I think it's more about like, <laughs> me, 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 right media scrutiny and how that's been sort of kind of cast to the winds. 
um, because of this but administration. Thanks to, but thanks, yeah, thanks to Trump. I mean, so all the things, I mean, and so of course, clearly we all were participating in this because I feel, mm-hmm. uh, as you were just describing, all of the things that he sort of pulled down. Mm-hmm. But your original point, Seth, and your original topic mm-hmm. was around this idea of, of media culpability. And, mm-hmm. we, and we, have to, we have to say thank you to the president for showing that the emperor had no clothes. No, you're I mean, right. no actually, you're absolutely right about it. Like, I don't, I, I think, well, absolutely right. I'm going to reel that back in. Um, <laughs> point, I think you're right with an asterisk in that I don't want to be thankful to him, but I am thankful to the circumstance because yeah. it has absolutely revealed how poorly our media deals with that bitter oh, yeah. mm-hmm. but tasty dish of the truth. Like, you, mm-hmm. like we like clearly we've been fucking up for a generation and it's mm-hmm. just now that we're like starting to call and i and i see it in, in, in twitter and in, in my twitter feed and people that i follow that they're constantly calling out the new york times and mm-hmm. various um, large-scale public publications saying no i fixed this for you like this headline should not read this way because right. hope hicks doesn't get to like think about it and make up her mind whether she wants to obey a congressional subpoena it's the law mm-hmm. she has to or she yes. stands in jeopardy like yeah. what like mm-hmm. I'm, it's so infuriating <laughs> to me um but i am grateful that we're at finally at the place where we're starting to like be serious about this like take this shit seriously mm-hmm. like like headlines mean things right mm-hmm. headlines mean things but our are folks who are Democrats or not Republicans so frustrated by Trump's ascendancy and his 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 reign of terror that we can't see the process working? Mm. That they're moving mm. their way to impeachment or they're moving their way on other things. So they're not mm-hmm. things that are outside of impeachment. Because mm-hmm. I've been listening to P- Pelosi and Nadler and these other folks. Mm-hmm. And Pelosi recently said, and I could tell that she practiced this before she got on camera because it was one of those things where she was like, no, I don't feel any mm. pressure. But let me say this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she went in. I was like, oh, here comes here come the prepare remarks. And basically right. what she said was, we're on path. We're, we're, we got this. That was essentially what she said. Mm. And I was like, so there are days when I don't want to do the Travis, you know, I'm going to read all this stuff, whatever, and Mm -hmm. then not just Mm -hmm. get out of bed because I'm so angry Mm -hmm. and frustrated. Right. Um, And so when I was in LA, I just cut off all media for the most part and I didn't read (laughs) anything. And you you were happier for it, I bet. I was walking around in that small field town. (laughs) Yeah, man. Hollywood, the Bradbury building. Yeah. It's so great to be here. Um, But it it was, I felt lighter. And so, but I like, I like what you're doing, Travis. And I like supplementing my diet, my news diet with things that help me digest this whole human thing. You know, this, Mm. this, how people are reacting to stuff. And I, I listen to a lot of things that I don't agree with as well to try to find out what's the grain there what's our connection mm-hmm. as humans I know mm-hmm. we all have to use the bathroom I know that mm-hmm. we all want a nice house I think I don't want to mm-hmm. take all your right. money why do you want to take all my money mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. <laughs> right right mm-hmm. right but so that it's helpful for me to kind of remind myself that we are dealing with humans and that mm-hmm. different perspectives bring out different I don't care if kids are in cages Mm. They shouldn't come here. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You know, yeah. those perspectives. So I, it's it's helpful to try and also to have a group of people that I can run these things by. 
Mm, yeah. You know, run that news story by somebody who's a compassionate person. What do you think about this? Not because I want an echo chamber, because I'm, I'm like, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Mm-hmm. You know, and then how do we deal with this and how do we not replicate this nastiness in our regular lives? Because mm-hmm. I think that's large. The largest thing that I pull from this whole Trump moment is the yeah. meanness, the nastiness. If I'm this person, yeah. I need to work on me, you know, yeah. the, the, the local shit, you know. Talk, talk I, mean, I mean, we're coming up on time, but talking about like meanness is... And there have been a number of moments of like this in the Trump presidency, and I know you know I was saying you know something positive or whatever, but I mean even this I suppose you could look at in a positive way is how, I, I mean with a very you know sort of ten thousand foot level on it, how mean was the most recent decision to cut out like English language classes and yeah um, and and some of the other services for mm-hmm. for uh, migrant children yeah like that's just mean that's not like that that is like i have to punish you to discourage you and i have to be mean about it and like Mm -hmm. that is a mean thing to do and and the the other one was when he didn't uh, let sean spicer go to the visit with the pope this like lifelong catholic and like had expressed Apparently, to a number of people, how excited he was to meet uh, to meet the Pope, and he was intentionally left off. That's just a mean mm-hmm. yeah. thing to do. These are Trump and the people immediately around him. A certain, you know, I assume, Stephen Miller and probably a couple of other people. Mm-hmm. They are they're they're mean. Mm-hmm. These are mean people. Is I don't think that's probably true of everyone in the Trump administration, but though that is. Those are acts of meanness. And the fact that, like Seth had pointed out, we're willing, we go along yeah. with it. Yeah. So, so, let me, so let me give the media example, um, and, and, then, and then maybe um, we can wrap up. But it just occurred to me, and I think it's important to say, um, Jim Acosta just came out with a book. Uh, I forget what the, what the book is titled, uh, but it was a few weeks ago, and he was talking about Sarah Sanders. Or he meant, you know, he, he, there was a, there was a, an excerpt in which he, I think, spoke about Sarah Sanders. And let me just set it up, first of all, by saying Sarah Sanders, for me, is that mm. kind of mean person, that, that part yeah. of that coterie around Trump. Mm-hmm. It's like She's the kind of person, this is, this is what occurs to me when you talk about that kind of meanness, Travis, is that, that mm-hmm. scene in one of those films, like um, maybe Syriana, where they're torturing someone. Mm-hmm. And they have the man tied to a chair. And they're... Yeah, they're plucking out his um, his fingernails one by one. Like she's like mm. it's that kind of meanness where you're actually mm. twisting the fingernail and yanking it out because mm. you mm. want to you know discourage this person from doing whatever again or or encourage them to to spill information. She's that mean to me. And then Jim Acosta in his book, and remember what they did to Jim Acosta, right? They doctored right. a video of yep. him resisting having the microphone yes. taken from him, so it looks like he was actually. Hurt, uh, trying yeah. to hurt an intern, right? Yes. Like slap her hand or something right. like that. Right. Yeah. Sent this video around yes, and then did. revoked his press credentials on this bogus claim, right? Mm-hmm. Jim Acosta in this excerpt, and I and I, I think it came from him or it may have come from his publisher, mm. but he said something like, yeah, Sarah Sanders, you know, she hangs out with us and she can th- toss him back, I think bourbon or whatever, whiskey, toss him back with the best of us. And I'm like, 
That's what you do with this person who has tried to professionally destroy you. You talk about how you humanize her by saying that she drinks with y'all. Like, what is the point of doing that? Right? Like, I don't, I don't, this is, this is, this is exactly what I don't want for my media. I want you to tell me that you recognize the evil in front of you. You recognize what she's tried to do in her administration and the administration around, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Trump has tried to do. Tell me that you recognize that, and tell me that you're not okay with it, please. And don't drink yeah. with this person. Right. Right. What are you doing? Why are you right. spending right. your extra time for press credentials or right. access? What the fuck is that? Right. right. Yeah. I completely. Yeah. I'm on board with that. I'm like, no, no, that yeah. side of the street. No. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. No. You've got it. 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 The. The. The integrity of that adversarial relationship needs to be maintained. Like exactly. you, that. Mm-hmm. Those people can't at when. When you are in in that sort of working part of your life, you know, later you retire, they retire, your buddies, whatever. But mm-hmm. the nature of that relationship is not sitting back and having bourbon together. Right. Like that's not that's not what that relationship should be. Is right. it the rules of engagement uh, in terms of you know that we're adversarial? I mean, we're right. adversaries yeah. here. Exactly. So therefore, I'm not drinking with you. We're not breaking mm-hmm. bread. That mm-hmm. humanization business. No, we're talking mm-hmm. soundly defeat you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To tell mm-hmm. the truth, yeah. you don't get any of my personal time. Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. not a bit. Because because the responsibility is to other people. Right. right. The responsibility is to is to the people that do not have the time to sit and read eight fucking news sites about you know this version of the story. Like I understand that is a place of immense privilege that I can mm-hmm. have the time mm-hmm. to do something like that. Most people don't have that kind of time. Most people don't. So you you capacity. you have that's you have the responsibility to report faithfully for those people and not like sit back and cavort and have drinks with the people <laughs> that are that are shitting on right. yeah. uh, on you and the people that you are supposed to represent. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And with that, uh, <laughs> on, that on that decidedly not positive note, so we will we'll, we'll finish it today. So uh, I guess we'll we'll continue. We'll try and we'll try and come at the positive aspects of Trump's presidency again next week. I'm sure we'll come up with something. Yes, uh, cool. hopefully, Stephen and Seth. Yeah, thanks for the conversation. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Thank you.